What is up, guys? Z4 here, back with the Z4 podcast number 12, I think. I don't know. It's been a while. Let's introduce everybody. Tonight we got Ryan Miller 70. British Objection. Rema. Hey, yo. And Atlas Zero, I mean, Clown, I mean, Crown. British. You have done that joke three times in a row. I know. Everybody has. It never gets old. That's the only joke they have. That's finished out for the trilogy. Yeah, we got Alice Prone. So before we get into anything else, how's everyone's week? It's alright. Uh, well, it's a new because it's worked. Monday. Oh yeah, well, it, last week. I mean, I worked, so. I, uh... I worked, that's all I did. I didn't do much. Uh, I, I think I had my... No, my birthday today was the other week. Never mind. I mean, since... Last podcast, I've been on like vacation and probably watched like F nine and shit. And that's that. You know, it's also been like two months since the last podcast. It has been two months. I think the last one we had was June twenty seventh. I think it was the E three one. Yeah, I think it was E three. Yeah. So it's been Jeez. a while. It's been a while. Uh, so what <laughs> games you guys been playing recently, Ryan? You want to start it off? Oh, I have been playing a lot since we did our last thing, which, again, is to be expected. I guess since the last podcast, I've been playing... I think I just started Senran Kagura when we did the last one, but I beat that, like, a while ago. Uh, Estival versus... And, yeah, it is easily the better best Senran Kagura game currently. I liked it a lot. Uh, the final boss was, like, kind of felt like a bit of a... Difficulty spike, because, like, nothing else in the game was anywhere near that hard for me. But, I mean, that's also to be expected. Because, I mean, it, it'd feel really boring if it was if uh, the final boss was just as easy as the rest of the game was. Ending was nice. I'd like to see a new mainline Senran Kagura game, but I doubt we're ever going to get another one. Let's see. Then after that, I had started uh, Radiant Historia, Perfect Chronology, finished that one. Plus the uh, bonus story that was added in the remaster. Uh, Radiant Soria on the DS is like probably within my top five favorite RPGs. I, I love that game a lot. Uh, I, I will always, like, no matter my opinions on extra credits, yeah, those guys now, uh, I'll always thank them for featuring Radiant Historia in that one episode of. Uh, Whatever the fuck their game that game series is called, where they talk about games that like very few people had heard of. I think it's called like games you might not have heard of. <laughs> I think I think I was legit what that series is called. But in one of the episodes where they feature reading Astoria, that was what piqued my interest in the game, and I'll always be happy for that because it introduced me to an amazing game. The remaster's also great. There's there's a there's only like one thing I didn't really like about it, and that was just um, the difficult like being able to swap change difficulty. Like, mid-playthrough, it's just kind of weird. Like, uh, you can go from medium to hard and back again, like, no issue. But if you want to go down to easy, if, like, a boss fight's giving you too much trouble, no matter how much grinding you do, because grinding is a fucking bitch, then the game's like, nah, if you go down to easy, you're stuck on easy. You can't go back up to medium ever again. I'm like, oh, that's some shit. But other than that, I like the new story they added with the, the third timeline. I thought it was neat. 
Um, I'm glad I did it as I played through the game, because I guarantee you if I did all that shit at the very end, I would have been pissed. Because that was just a lot. Played a bit of South Park's Thick of Truth. I don't remember where the fuck I stopped. Um, I got further in it than I ever had before, because before I'd only made it to uh, the, the where the Nazi zombies are first introduced. But this time, I think... I want to say I stopped shortly after like the underpants gnomes section. I don't really remember. And then I started Pokemon Ultramoon. What were you saying, Rema? Did you get to the Jared Fogel part? Or is that in the that's next in the, one? That's in the sequel. That's in the second one. <laughs> um, yeah. I did start up Pokemon Ultramoon. I'm currently, I think, I, w- I want to say I'm about like halfway through Ultramoon. I'm at a... Uh, where you're going to like Team Skull's like headquarters and shit to get the the, the Pokemon back for the little girl. I want to say that's probably about the halfway point of the game. And a lot of the changes for Ultra, like uh, Pokemon Sun and Moon are legit my favorite generation. Like I know it's weird for someone to say that, especially someone like me who's been playing Pokemon since like the original Gen two. I don't know. So Sun and Moon, I just loved a lot. I like the characters. I like the visuals. I like. The music, I like, you know, I, I like the change from gym leaders to the trials. I think Z-moves are really cool. I don't know, I just, I love Sun and Moon so much. Like, there's not many issues I have with the games. Um, I know, I, again, I understand other people having issues, like the games being easy or whatever. The, 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 like, the issues that other people have aren't things that really bug me. So, fine for me. As far as any things I've noticed from changes of, uh... From so, so, or from regular moon to ultra moon, there's some that I'm like, oh, I think I really need. I think the um, mantine surfing or whatever was new, and that was really fun. I kind of wish that was how you tra- traverse from every island, but you only do that for the first island to the second one. I th- they changed several Toto Pokemon, and some of them I'm not certain. I kind of wish they would. Some of them I wish they would change the trial along with them to have them make more sense, because like. Personally, like, the water trial change kind of doesn't work as well as it did for Moon. Because it was wishy-washy in the original, the the school form or whatever you call it. uh, Where it's like a bunch of them all combined to make this big fucker. And in in Ultra Moon, it's the fucking water spider. And it's like, well, why, why, why is it the water spider now? You're still doing the same thing you did in Moon. And then for, like, the fire trial, it, they instead of being the, the fucking big lizard, I don't remember his name. Salamander. It's just a... What? Salamander, I think it was. Uh, I don't remember. It was, like, a big... It was a big lizard. Instead of... It, it was that in the original moon. Now it's just another Marowak. And I'm like, it's... it's so, like, it doesn't fit with the trial anymore. Because it doesn't stand out from the other Marowaks. It looks the same as all the other Marowaks. Like, did you, they should, I feel like if they were going to change the total Pokemon, they should have changed the trial a bit more than they did, because they didn't really change many of the trials. But I haven't gotten into any of the true new content, like, you know, Ultra Necrozma and shit like that, you know, Rainbow Rocket, all the, all the actual new content that people care about. I haven't gotten any of that yet. Right, I'm hopefully going to get back there soon. Been kind of taking a break from the game for a bit. Mostly because uh, I've actually finally gotten back into streaming just on my days off. I've just been playing really short games. Since I've come back, I've only played, um, what was it, Awesome Adventures of Captain Spirit, which I thought was really fun. 
Yeah. Although it is, again, really short setup for Life is Strange 2. So that's got me a bit hyped. Uh, Freddy Fish and Luther, it's Maze Madness. That was a game I think I started last year and finally finished that game. And I hate that game. That game is actually terrible. I don't know what Humongous Entertainment was thinking with making a game that wasn't a basic point-and-click adventure game. <laughs> they have a bunch of spin-offs, actually. I think all of their characters have spin-offs, except for the Big Thinkers twins. But uh, that one was just bad, because the AI is like... The AI is literally just programmed to come to you. Like, they don't have... like There's only one enemy in the game that has like a set pattern that you can memorize. All the others, they're, they're just programmed to come to you the second you come on screen. They're not programmed to follow a set path or go in any direction. They're literally just programmed to come to you. There are times where I died and I respawned and I would die again. Because they were just at the spawn. Like if I didn't turn on infinite lives, oh, I would have been pissed. Oh, I never would have finished the game. Um, Beginner's Guide was also really fun. Love that game a lot. I actually had Paul to watch me play that one. That one hit me hard. Uh, Neverending Nightmares was alright, I guess. Very basic walking sim horror game. Didn't really do much. Uh, most recent game I finished on stream was uh, Pajama Sam 4, which isn't anywhere near as good as the first three Pajama Sam games. And then I started Far Cry 3, which, I mean, it's a Ubisoft game. So... Yeah, uh, I mean, it's definitely neat, I guess, but I, I figured since it was also another short game, then it wouldn't have all the Ubisoft trappings of an open-world game, but it, it still does. still has its towers and bases you gotta... Fr or it doesn't really have the towers, but it definitely still has the bases you gotta free up in order to use them as fast travel points. I don't know. I think that's all I've been playing. Um, for me, I bought Bravely Default 2, and um, Steven was even thinking, uh, it's a pretty good game. I haven't gone that far into it, but I really like the visuals. Uh, I'm very excited to finally play a game that's like the old Final Fantasies, unless, uh, until, you know, until the last three Final Fantasy remasters come out later this year. The first ones are already on Steam, but I, I'm thinking about getting those as well. Uh, but anyways, the game's pretty good. Story I heard was pretty mediocre, but uh, I guess that's just an homage to the old Final Fantasy games. I mean, specifically three and five, maybe one. Yeah, that's pretty good. Me and me and Steven were also talking about uh, maybe adding a Brave and Default system, something like that, into our game. Maybe I don't know, but we're... I don't know Steven mentioned something about that, but yeah, that's all I've been playing. I mean, I guess that probably be something to add for uh, the more the bigger game for later. Not not to do the, the small project. Damn. Okay, so yeah, I have been um, trying to get back into playing games. Obviously, I'm still working on my RPG. Rema has given me some beautiful UI assets to use for the game. So Thank you. Um, Thank you. the game is coming along very good. Huge update has happened. Um, and I still do stream. I did stream today. So um, you can still check out what I'm doing on the RPG there. Uh, but it's coming along great. Um, I've also been playing games, finally, so I've been playing the Mega Man Zero series. Um, I beat Mega Man Zero 1 and 2. They're both really good, and I don't know, they're really good games because my friend Omega has been streaming through all the Mega Man games, and um, I was watching him play the Zero games, and I was like, I really want to play these. So I got the collection, and uh, I've been cruising through the games, and uh, they're really fun, so I don't know. If you like Mega Man, um, specifically X, then 
You know, it's just it's basically like harder Mega Man X. Kind of, uh, depends in a way. In a way. In, in certain way. aspects. It definitely borrows a lot from it, but I, the Zero series is much more consistent than the X series is, definitely. Yeah. It's more for, like, the ranking system and stuff, if you want to go for all that. Yeah. Because um, you definitely have to be on your toes for that, for sure, to get the higher ranks, because I definitely don't. But that's okay, because we have elves that can push us to A rank, so you can still get the skills you want, but um, I don't know. They're both good games, and um, I'm kind of excited to do three and four. I don't know if I'll do ZX, but... Um, ZX, I, so I, I, just a forewarning, if you do plan to play those ones, uh, ZX, I heard it's pretty solid, and then ZX Advert, I heard is very kind of mediocre, and I heard the story in both of them is okay at best. Yeah, I'm just more worried about the main Metroidvanias, and I don't really like Metroidvanias, so... Yeah. I'm not quite... Search action games, that is what they are called. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. More like, where the fuck do I go? Oh, this okay. mask sucks kind of games. Also, they have English voice acting, and I'm not sure if you turned them off. And uh, No, I know it's bad, because I was, I was well, we, me and Omega were making fun of it when he was playing through it. Yeah. But we know. We know it's bad. <laughs> we know it's bad. Oh, boy. But, um, yeah. Otherwise, I... Okay, so I'm taking a break from Zero, actually, because I did go and pick up uh, Great Ace Attorney. Because I don't know why I really wanted to play it, though. I was just like, damn, I want to play some, some Ace Attorney, bro. Because so. it's been a long time since I played Ace Attorney. The last one I played was Dual Destinies, and that game was very good. This um, man needs to play Spirit of Justice. I've been telling him to fucking play it. Yeah, you know, it's just back then playing Dual Destinies literally left so much of a bad taste in my mouth. I was like, I don't know. Like, Bro, Spirit of Justice is actually good, though. So I know Spirit of Justice, from what I've been told, is good. So I'll probably get around to it. But I have been playing Great Ace Attorney, and um, it's amazing. So, uh, like, it's super good. The characters have grown on me. Like, at first, I wasn't really about Herlock Jones. And honestly, I still kind of wish he was just an original character they made. I don't know why he has to be Herlock or, like, a Sherlock Holmes ripoff, because he's actually a really good character. His little companion is good. Near your system is like all the characters are just great. Like it's the, the characters are fantastic across the board. Um, even the witnesses and stuff for the cases are really good. Like obviously everybody remembers all the meany witnesses and stuff and the reoccurring ones, but like for this game, like even a lot of the side characters, like everyone's reoccurring for the most part. So you just really grow attached to all the characters and the witnesses. And um, I don't know, it's just it's a really good game. I'm currently on the second game. I beat the first one. Um, I'm on the third case of the second game right now. Um, I will say the game has pacing issues. Sometimes case, or like sometimes a chapter, I guess you'd call it, goes way too long, and then sometimes they're way too short. So like, I, I don't know, the game has really weird pacing issues. And then I don't really like the Herlock Sholmes deduction segments because they last too long. I really wish you could just course correct the first time through. I wish you didn't have to sit and listen to the whole speech and then have more dialogue and then do the course correction. It just seems a little redundant to me. Like, I don't know. Does anyone really care to listen to him spout? Because he's, it's, it's all bullshit the first time he does a deduction. So, like, he just says some really whack speech, basically, and you have to go through and fix it. And it's like, why couldn't you just fix it the first time through? And I don't know. It's a bit annoying, but outside of that, it's fine. Um, the actual trials themselves are the same as usual. You have a jury system now, so... Much like in real life, as people listen to the trial, they'll come to their own conclusions, and most of the time, they're really fucking stupid. And, um... Oh, you know, just in real life. Yeah. Because <laughs> at first, I was like, there's no way people are this fucking dumb. And then, like, I realized, 
we're in a, if, if last year has taught me anything, it's that yes, people are this fucking dumb. <laughs> They're so comically stupid, but I'm like, people actually think like this. Like, this is a, this is shockingly becoming more realistic. 2020 taught us a lot. But yeah, it usually happens during the start of trials or like, you know, when you don't have all the, the facts yet and um, something will happen and the juries will, they'll rule like not, they'll rule the, the, the subject is guilty. And then you have to do a, uh, it's called like a summination examination or something. I don't know the exact name of it, but um, you basically have to listen to all the jurors testify about why they think the person is guilty, like why they ruled guilty. And then you have to get two statements and then basically two statements that contradict each other and then uh, do that. And it's, it's kind of okay. I feel like it kind of takes away sometimes because like sometimes I just wish the jury wasn't there. You know, I don't think any of the other games have had a jury system. I think this is the... Yes, the only one, if I remember correctly. Is um, yeah, so I don't know. I don't really like it, like I said. I feel like sometimes it takes away. Like, I kind of miss just the trial, like you, the prosecutor, and the judge. You know, you don't have this weird third party. Um, but sometimes the jurors are really funny, so, like, it, it's kind of okay, I guess. But I just feel like it takes away sometimes, because, like, you're in the middle of a trial, and all of a sudden you got to do this summoning examination with the jurors, and it's like, ugh. It's usually not too bad, though. I, in, the, in the final trial, you have to do it three times, though, which is a little much, in my opinion. I was like, ooh, Like, maybe once, twice, three times? I don't know about three times, but outside of that, it's, uh, it's a good game. You know, if you like Ace Attorney, play it. Um, Ryanosuke is the best uh, protagonist. I am including Phoenix in that, but um, Ryanosuke is that nigga, so <laughs> play the games. For me, it's pretty much been the same thing. I've just been playing Ace Attorney. That's really the only game I've been playing. The uh, one I most, one of the games I'm looking forward to playing the most once I'm caught up on my backlog. But I don't know how likely I am to get caught up on my backlog. Uh, I mean, there's only like two other games I think I have left to play through Xenoblade and Fire Emblem. But we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. I just want to. Pl- I want to play Ace Attorney, but I don't want to give up on my backlog. Fortunately, I'm only still in the first game. Uh, I've just been way too busy and tired. So, like, I-, I try to play as much as I can. Like, I try to play like an hour before I go into work, and then home starts doing his deduction. You fall asleep. I know. <laughs> um, tell me about it. Tell me. About it. I fucking know, bro. I can't fall asleep. In the- I actually like the deductions. Like, I actually do like them. Hmm. You know, like, like I said, you have to go through it. But no, even that one's fine. I don't know. I like the... Uh, mm-hmm. I know you're you know, you're not a big fan of it, but I actually mm-hmm. you like the dance of the deduction. I think it's actually pretty cool. <clears throat> oh, you'll be pleased to know, by the way, that the trial in the second game at the start is way shorter. Thank God. Is it just like a great case? <laughs> the first case in Great Ace Attorney is so unnecessarily long. <laughs> yeah, it's like a whole... It's basically a whole case. Like, it's... Yeah, it's way too long. Yeah. They fixed it in the second one. Like, your tutorial case is mad short. Okay, good. But then your second case is super fucking long, so pick your voice. I'm telling you, it has pacing issues. I don't know what's going on. I don't know either. Pacing issues across the board. We got through this. So, any anime and TV you guys been watching? Remo, you want to start us? Uh, let's see. I guess I've been rewatching Silicon Valley. But other than that, uh, nothing really new, to be honest. I've been kind of working on other stuff. Hentai, you know. Oh, 
Uh, Rebel, Rebel known as the hentai man in the group, totally. No, no, that's Steven. I don't look at hentai, not me, I'm built different. Uh, yeah. No, uh, no Alice is a um, good Christian man. Exactly. Do you go to church? Of course. Oh, Jesus would really... I'm at church right now, actually. Uh -huh. He's recording this at church. <laughs> <clears throat> in this household... It's always church. Is it one of those kinds of churches where you sing? You know, that's, that's every black church. church. Yeah, that is every black church. That's just every church in general. No, that's mostly black churches. No, it's, it's literally every, every church. I assure you, every church. Yeah, I don't know anything about church. I've never been to a church. I grew up going to church. It's every church. Trust me. Did you have the ones that? Did you go to the ones that were singing? Uh, I've been to like every type of church. They usually, they usually all sing. Oh. Did you uh, did you just play on your Game Boy while you were while you were there? Maybe. <laughs> what what animes have you guys been watching or show, shows? So for me, since the last like again last time we did this, uh, I think I, I had finished My Hero Academia season four, whatever the last season was, because uh, I was like, you know, I've only ever watched the first half, which is like the only part that's actually good, I'm going to be honest. Because the second half of my uh, season four is really fucking boring. Uh, I mean, you get the one good segment with the concert, which I knew that part was going to be a banger because that part was really good in the manga. Even though I don't think that she actually, like, they didn't show, like, any lyrics, I don't think, in the manga. I think they just sang, like, the opening song or something. Like, everything else, like, General Criminal... I mean, I guess his stuff was, like, fun to see animated, but I still don't care about him and La Brava and shit. Like, sure, she's a cute lolly, but, like, I don't care about them, too. I am looking forward to Season 5, because I'm a bit, like, I I've caught up back again on the manga, but I know where I'm at in the manga. It's probably going to end up being, like, Season 6 of My Hero. Yeah, Season 5 will be fun. Uh, other than that, you know, Loki had... Premiered and ended, I think, since the last time we did this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what if. That, that was a pretty good yeah. show. Loki was a fun show, even if I didn't like what the fuck they did with the love thing, because I hated it. I still hate the, in, the incest shit. Or self-cessed, whatever you want to call it. I think I was dumb. Couldn't they just be co-workers? Uh, <laughs> you see, when you put a man and a woman in a movie, they have to love each other. No, they don't. That's the rules of movie making. That is the rule number one. Yeah. You Cap Captain America didn't develop feelings for <laughs> fucking Black Widow. No, but he did. Uh, uh, and they spent like almost all of Winter Soldier together. They did kiss. Yeah, they did kiss. And, As of just and, a high. And Peggy was still alive in that movie, so you could technically say there was a relationship there. You know, something. Yeah, different. wasn't he also trying to get it on with her daughter? No, her, her niece, her niece. Yeah. Yeah. Technically, in that universe, he wasn't married to Peggy, so that wasn't her niece, technically. is it? Loki was a show that I really liked the first two episodes of, and then the rest I was like, okay, this, this isn't as fun as those first two episodes. I think I really liked the one where in the vo they're in the void. That was, a, that was a really fun episode, especially with President Loki. <laughs> Like, there's aspects of the other episodes I like, like you said, the, the President Loki, like, the entire segment where, like, he's meeting, where they're all hanging out in that, like, underground area, that entire segment's really fun. 
But the rest of the show, I was just like, man, this is just A for me. Oh, yeah, and I know it's too late to say it, but spoiler warning. And as Marvel far as the DC shows go, or not DC, Marvel shows go, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier is still the best one for me. But I also haven't watched WandaVision because it, it looked boring to me. Marvel What If, though, uh, first episode was pretty good. Yeah, I like, I, I like the first episode. I like the animation. Yeah. I think the art styles that they're using is really cool, and a lot of it is just really fun to watch them jump around. Still don't know how the fuck he got an Iron Man suit. Yeah. Oh, I, there was an explanation for that. Um, I can't remember what it was. Someone gave a pretty good explanation for it. They said that. And look, if Tony could make it, then of course his dad could. Well, why was it the why could why was it the suit in Captain America: First Avenger? I think it's because all the episode was. I think it was because like, I'm not sure. It's it's. It, I I know there's an explanation somewhere. I just don't remember. You know what the explanation is? Is that it's another timeline. That's what the explanation is. Fuck you. Yes, yeah, Ryan. You don't you don't need another explanation. It's an alternate it's not like, timeline. It's not like the suit is uh is powered by an arc reactor. It's actually powered by generators or something like that. So. Hmm. Remember they put the test drive in it. They did. No, they yeah. didn't, they did put the Tesseract in it. Um, um, they, did the te- they did something with the Tesseract. Yeah, they used it for the machine. No, they used it for the portal that came, where the octopus came out of. Well, yeah, that in the there they took it out of the um, machine. Wait, wait. I think they used it for the machine too. I don't remember. I don't think so. I think I remember that episode pretty vividly though. Thank you. Another show that I want to talk about. I know I have another one written the documents, but I'm gonna save that for later. Um, is Superman and Lois? But I honestly don't remember what happened in that show other than Superman turned evil because I haven't watched the last couple yeah, episodes that I've missed. Me either. They're like they're about to air the season finale, like I think Tuesday. I mean, I'll eventually watch all the episodes. Maybe when the season finale comes out, I'll just catch up on everything. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that's all I've. Watched, I can think of off the top of my head, unless you want to count all the preschooler shows I had to watch when I went out of town. You want me, want me to sit here and talk about Bluey and PJ Masks and whatever the fuck that sing-along uh, nursery rhyme show was? I don't remember. It's on Netflix. God, those shows were terrible. So I've been watching Woman uh, Alkman's Brotherhood finally, because a friend of mine got me into it, so I started watching that. Start watching Avatar: The Last Airbender. Well, two people like you, you should watch the 2003 Full Metal before Brotherhood, but that's just my own personal opinion. I, I know a lot of other people disagree. Yeah. I say, me and Ryan have agreed that you should search up how. Uh, at least I think Ryan said it is that search up what at what point uh, the story for the original deviates from the manga, and then after that, just continue on from all that from that point in brotherhood and just continue on from there see if you gotta tell me to go do research to look where to start i'm not doing it yeah. you already lost me bro you don't have to watch all like... of the old three series and then brotherhood i ain't gonna tell you to do research yeah i mean it's That's just cool. a recommendation personal recommendation you could do it if you want i don't i don't care i mean watch however i still think the old three series is really good i'm gonna be honest i kind of prefer it to brotherhood but i'm the only person on the planet that says that but that's also because I like Teacher, who isn't in Brotherhood, and the one guy's death is isn't rushed in fucking the original series like it is in Brotherhood. I like. I kind of. Mm. I, I, I kind of wanna. I, I like different. I like different parts of each of them. I, 
kind of like the darker parts. Uh, I, I think uh, the original is a bit more serious tone and a bit darker, while Brotherhood is just more, you know, streamlined, I guess. But if I had to say, I think I kind of put them into the same kind of category, maybe. Like, kind of like if I were to say my Dragon Ball Z is my favorite anime, I would say Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Z Kai, and all the other versions of it. Full Metal's bad, by any means. Like, either version. But I love the original, and, you know, Brother, Brotherhood's also really good. But I just prefer the old 2003 series. Yeah, I know when I asked about it, my friend was like, no, it's bad, don't watch it. So I was like, okay, well, this one's shorter, I guess. Has Atlas watched anything? My name is Barry Allen. I'm <laughs> oh, yeah. oh boy! Oh, you know, yeah, I still, I still think it's hilarious that um, my fucking meat cutter at my work said he was like six seasons into Flash and still loves the hell out of it. Yeah. My name is Barry Allen. I'm the fastest man alive. Yeah, it's bad. It's really fucking bad. Until the first Flash shows up, until season 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 seven is um, the five it's fucking bad. It's fucking bad. It's really bad. Season seven is literally the worst season of the show. It's everything is bad. (laughs) It's been bad since like season three. (laughs) People just don't want to. People don't want to cope. This shit has been fucking dog shit since season three, bro. It's all gone downhill. You remember when the show was about Barry Allen being the Flash and not every other character? You remember when every other character didn't have superpowers? You remember when they didn't whip fucking lightsabers out and have a Star Wars fight for the finale? You remember when they didn't bring back... Oh, wait, no, they brought Reverse Flashback every single season. Because? Stupid-ass fucking show, bro. Piece Piece of fucking shit. God damn it. Anyway, aside from that, I've been watching uh, Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid on Crunchyroll. The, uh, that studio is the one that burned down, I believe, right? Jesus, yeah. Had that really bad accident. Um, so, it was, yeah. Accident? Uh, there, no, it wasn't an accident. It, yeah, or, not, it was, like, literally it. intentional. <laughs> was, yeah. Yeah, this is really bad. But a lot of people, unfortunately, got killed. Um, it was really bad. Um, so I'm really glad the studio has bounced back, and um, the animation is fantastic. It's honestly one of the cleanest animated uh, shows out there right now. It's so fucking good. The the voice acting is on point. Like everything is so good. Like I'm I'm honestly shocked they bounced back as well that they did, or like as well as they did. But it's it's really been cool to watch uh, the new season of Dragon Maid. Like it's really fucking good. So you can check that out. Um, Outside of that, I have not been watching much. I guess I've kind of been watching The Loud House on Paramount Plus. This show's also kind of going downhill, though. Just a little bit. Kind of looking like Fairly Odd Parents. A little bit, but not a whole lot. But you can definitely tell it's going downhill in quality. So I have no doubt in my mind that it'll ruin itself eventually. um, Because it's getting there. But it's decent otherwise. Outside of that, I haven't been watching anything, though. I, the only thing I know about Dragon Maid is, uh, or when you were watching, like, it's like the first season or something, you just kept making the joke of, please don't lolly the dragon. No, they looted the fuck out of the dragon. It's too late. Everyone in that show gets looted. No one's safe. I've never seen Dragon Maid. I'll probably watch it someday, but I don't know. There's no, nothing drawing me to it right now. 
Yes. Are we ready? We ready to move on, Jordan? Yeah. Let's get it. All right. Now the real thing. Let's oh, I thought we were doing news bits or something first. Oh, we could do a little bit of the game. Yeah, we could do a little bit of game news. Okay, so the indie world. Did anyone watch it? I, I watched it. I still haven't watched it. I'm gonna watch it maybe later tonight. Asleep. Yeah. I watched it because I think it because I always want to see what indie games I should add to my Steam wish list because I am buying them on my Switch. Dang. Why not? Because. If, unless the game's gonna get a physical release, I really don't care. I, I'd rather, if I'm gonna get a game digitally, I'd rather just have it on Steam. Especially since like nine, almost every game they showed off is on Steam, probably, or at least all all the ones I was interested in have a Steam page. Like, um, let me see, Islanders, which I think I'm the only person interested in that one, uh, but that's just because I really like city building games. And having basically a roguelike city builder seems really neat. So I was like, yeah, I'm all about that. And it's five bucks on Steam. So, yeah, I'll probably check that out at some point. That spiritual successor to fucking Jet Set Radio, uh, Bomb Rush Cyberfunk, that seems really cool. That was the only game that was interesting to me. Because uh, Jet Set Radio is cool, so this game yeah. looks neat. Um, Necrobarista, that, that game looked kind of neat to me. Mostly because I've been interested in playing this other indie game called Coffee Talk. And that game looks, from what I've seen anyway, kind of looks like if Valhalla was uh, about you serving coffee instead of being at a bar. But it's basically the same game still. Still make coffee for your patrons and just talk to them. And Necrobarista kind of looks like it's just a very similar thing. Oh, so I'll probably check it out. Garden Story kind of looked a bit neat. They didn't show too much of that, though. Oh, I think one of the biggest things they showed off was a game called Boyfriend Dungeon, which I thought looked neat. Uh, I'll probably play it at some point. Basically, the uh, gender swap version of Xenoblade Chronicles 2 looks fun. A lot, apparently, a lot of people were really interested in it because that game was like trending the day it came out. I thought it was wild. Uh, Tetris Effect coming to Switch. That's really cool. Now we have a third Tetris game for some reason. And I don't know what else was in the thing. I don't know what else was in there, if there was anything else that I'd care about. Anything was neat. Um, I know everyone's also upset because they didn't show the Hollow Knight Silk Song DLC. But uh, y'all just got to give up on that. It's not going to happen. That's it, no smash. That's it, no smash. Smash Brothers? Sakurai? Yo, we already got the announcement. Sakurai is the final fighter. Sakurai. He announced it when he did the when he and Harada were talking. Yeah, he announced that he doesn't like <laughs> or memes about him that are out of context. That one, the meme about him wasn't even like out of context because he never said it. <laughs> I think that was the thing he really hated was it was a meme of something he never said. Yeah, he doesn't like it because uh, he doesn't want people to think that's what he actually said if he doesn't say it. I was trying to tell. I was trying to say that like. I think most people who have seen that meme know that he didn't say that. It's just a well, I mean, he just doesn't want it because, like, he doesn't know that, you know. And I mean, there might be some people that actually think that people are stupid. Especially if nobody knows what the original quote he said there now, anyways. Is. I mean, people are gonna just t say things about you and say things that you <laughs> never said all the time, and. Yeah, I, I, but that doesn't I, mean he can't say he doesn't like it. I know, he does. He can say he doesn't like it, that's fair, you know, that's just his criticism. But, like, I remember this a long time ago around Smash 4's announcement, someone, like, posted an article, fake article on a pretty reputed, legit-looking website of Sakurai trashing on fans and how they're not respecting him enough, 
And when I went down to the comment section, everyone believed the article, even though he didn't even say it at all. This, that interview never happened. And yeah, like, people are stupid. People are dumb. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> people are very stupid. I mean, that's what I'm getting at, though. It's like, no matter what you do, it's like, it was, what, people are out to get you, or for better or worse, you know? Like, I don't think he has a big problem with memes. Like, he even made a meme of himself in the fucking thing, where he said, yeah, right. whenever I walk in a room, I play the X-Files theme. Yeah. That shit was so fucking funny. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, like, this almost spilled my fucking drink when I saw it. That was so fucking good. I'm surprised he knows about the X-Files. 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 He also mentioned, like he doesn't he try doesn't like talking about games and I think one of the reasons he doesn't like doing interviews is because um I, he said like something like I, I I don't like doing interviews because I might accidentally talk about one of my favorite games and that might lead fans to speculate. That, I mean, that, that was the reason he said he just doesn't like doing them and or doesn't like being like around or associated with any other game studio. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about anyone else that works on another game because he doesn't want people being like, oh my god, could this be the next Smash DLC? Yeah. And that's why he doesn't talk about what games he plays in general because he doesn't want people thinking it's the next Smash Fighter. Because <laughs> fucking Smash speculation has literally just become bigger than the game itself. Guarantee you Smash is going to die the second that last fighter comes out. Sakurai talked about my mom. Is my mom going to no one wants to smash your mom, Rama. I know. Hey. But, I mean, I get what he's saying. And I think we're gonna... I think this is all gonna be over, though, soon. Uh, next September is when I'm expecting a direct and the final announcement. And maybe in October, November, they're gonna release the character. December latest. Uh, well, what, what else is the other news? Oh, yeah, predictions for the Pokemon thing? I think... Here's, uh, mind if I throw out something? Go ahead. Design got nothing. I think, some people have been saying this, they think that Pokemon Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl, and Arceus Legends are all supposed to be one giant experience. Because it's so rare to have two mainline Pokemon games come out at, around at the same time. Whether they be remakes or m new entries, it's so, like... It, it, it probably hasn't even happened in the history of the franchise. And the fact that they're coming only two months apart shows that they're probably just one experience together. So that's why maybe Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl are more say, on the safe side as remakes. Because like, they're obviously trying to experiment more with different ideas because you know, they tried doing DLC with Sword and Shield and... You know, they said, like, we used to have third versions, but now we're, we can just take care of it with through DLC. And, yeah, that's true. So, I think we're definitely going to be seeing a big surprise from Arceus. I, a lot of people were shitting on the initial trailer, but personally, I think just give it some time. I That was definitely very early footage. I know that's what everyone says, but I think it was very true for that case. And Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, I need to see more. I'm just hoping to add... All the extra content from Platinum, including a bunch of new stuff, and uh, then yeah, I'll definitely pick it up. But if it's just like exact one-to-one recreation, I don't know. I can just play that on my DS. Can't wait till they bring HMs back, bro. If they do, Deepbox <laughs> coming back, bro. I hope they bring HMs back and people defend it. 
I really hope. I mean, the biggest defense you could say is, like, it's supposed to be a one-to-one -one remake and that that was part of the original game. But you fixed the problems of the original. HM I think that HMs could have definitely, definitely... I think the main problem people have with HMs is that they take a move out of one of your Pokemon's moves. They were at their worst in Diamond and Pearl. In Heart Gold and Soul Silver 2, you have, like, eight. Yeah. Cut, defog, fucking... Rock climb, waterfall, surf, uh, fly is like required, but it's still there. Um, you just had so many, <laughs> more so than in any other game. I think more than ever, you should just replace it with Pokey Rides in some capacity. They should. They need to get rid of it somehow. I truly think that's like those games' biggest issue is there's I, just so I, many I, fucking HMs. I'm curious how they could get rid of them because. With the games, like, I guess Pokey Rides is the only thing I could think of, but, like, I don't know if they'd be willing to do that again. Why not? I, I just don't like them harboring... Like, I get it. If you want, like, an, a tropical theme for one generation and keep it exclusive to that, yeah, I get that. But keeping something like uh, Battle Royales uh, or uh, Pokey Rides, like I mentioned, that's... Did, uh, did um, Alpha Sapphire and Omega Ruby get rid of HMs? Yeah, they did. No. They did. They did? I thought I remember teach, having to teach Surf to some, something. No, you definitely had HMs, remember? Yeah, you have HMs. Didn't you, you still needed to have them, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'm... Oh, yeah. I thought you were agreeing with Steven. No, I was, saying that they, I, I was saying if they brought HMs back for those games. Yeah, they did. Okay. Well, it's over. <laughs> yeah, I... <that's>, <laughs> Enjoy your fucking default. Uh, to, to be fair, I think X and Y also had HMs, so... And Omega Ruby and Nautilus nice. Sapphire came out before Sun and Moon. So they were probably not ready to move on to HM... Uh, move away from HMs just yet, because they wanted to save that kind of feature for Sun and Moon. But, I mean, I guess, uh, Oh, the Let's Go games excuse for not having HMs is they just had your, po your partner Pokemon do it. They can just do that. I, I, just do that. Let, let's go. I'm sure there's a thousand ways you could rework HM system to not be so... You can still have HMs. I'm not... But just make it so they don't take a move up uh, in your one of your Pokemon's move slot. That's all. They gotta do something. I don't think... I, 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 I'm gonna tell you, it's just gonna be a one-to-one -one recreation. Whether it's good or bad, your eyes is up to you. I don't want it to be... It's not gonna be that different. It's not gonna be... It's not gonna be like the ORS games, where it's gonna have all this, just like, these drastic changes. And all this new content, it's going to just be Diamond and Pearl again. I really want them to do the art style. I don't, I don't know why they aren't, won't, won't go the extra mile. Even the character designs are the exact same. And I don't know, man. Just Fine with it being like a, a, like pretty much one-to-one, -one, but you still should fix any problems the original ones had. Yeah, but... I'm, not, I'm not sharing any opinion. I, again, like I said, what you think of that is up to you, but I'm telling you, that's what it's going to be. Yeah. Defog. Arceus Legends, I think most people are, are that that's where their attention is focused on right now. Um, not where mine is. Not, not you, not you. <laughs> until, unless they tell, unless they give me a good reason to fucking play the game in this direct, I don't, I still don't care about Arceus. I'll, I'll wait. I don't care about running around in an open world and just catching Pokemon and making a fucking Pokedex. You know, this is actually the first time Arceus has gone a mainline game, despite being one of the most powerful, if not the most powerful Pokemon, or most important. Every mythical Pokemon. Yeah, that, I mean, you could say the same thing for, like, Mew, couldn't you? I mean, no, tell the original legendaries I mean, didn't have their own game. I mean, Generation was an exception because they didn't have, get, get the idea to use legendaries as the 
like the focal selling point but like afterwards like any important pokemon like groudon kyogre rayquaza i'm not talking about latios or latias but like the main pokemon and arceus was definitely a main one like i remember back in the day when people thought pokemon titanium was real where it was like a sequel to platinum uh, starring arceus <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, no, Arceus is just a mythical, ain't he? No, he's... Arce Arceus was actually supposed to be in, like, the original games, just there. But, yeah, um, they, the director they... didn't do it because it didn't make sense, allegedly. Uh, what, yeah, what did he I do? remember that. Or, no, it was like, um, he was he didn't think people would be able to understand how to get to him. Just give them the item to get to it. Well, the, see, because the flute's in the game, right? Yeah, yeah. It's but it's also, it's also never been released as an event, Yeah. so... Yeah, I believe I remember hearing it was because, like, he believed that the flute was, like, confusing or something. Like, people wouldn't know what to do with it. Um, people would have figured it out. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that was back in the day okay. when people still had too much free time. He people would have figured it he, out. He doesn't think people don't know how to go to Mount Coronet and play the flute, but he does think that people know how to read Drill and understand those fucking puzzles in Ruby and Sapphire. Trying to read Braille where you can't just feel it. <laughs> hey, we need them to play this flute, this flute at a specific spot. Nah, they wouldn't get it. They just wouldn't get it. Braille? Nah, you talking now. Now you're talking. Hey, do we want to add the Braille back in the uh, the remakes? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, they'll, they'll get that. <laughs> Best absolutely. Part. Best part for them. Do we want to add those new puzzles in um, Sword and Shield to get into the fucking Reggie's? Did they add those? Oh my, no, they added, so, I don't think you've played it, in the DLC, um, the new DLC, the Tundra, to get the Regis, you have to go into their temples, and uh, there's you, there's a puzzle to get into each one. Uh, it's pretty easy, like, one of them is, like, bring a, a it's not asking for, like, an ice mirror, uh, and it's, like, you have to bring a Kragnal or whatever. Uh, Wasn't there long we were stuck on for, like, 30 minutes, and all the yes. answer was just whistle? Yes. Yes, it was so stupid. It was like it was like do something that requires sound. So I'm like, okay, maybe we need like a sound Pokemon. Maybe we need like a sound like we need a Pokemon with a sound move. Maybe we need like a, a Pokemon with a sound ability. And like we were stuck on this thing for fucking like thirty minutes, and it's like, no, you just gotta whistle. The one thing you almost never do in the game, <laughs> like ever. I forgot whistle was a fucking mechanic. Exactly. <laughs> Unless it, it, it's like worded like you need a sound Pokemon too, but it's like no, you just gotta whistle. <laughs> what the fuck? Is that all the news then? Yeah. All right, time for the meat of the video. The meat and potatoes. Did this guy? Jordan, wake the fuck up. He 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 dipped us again. For the I swear to fucking god. <laughs> all right, welcome to the Atlas Crown podcast today. <laughs> We're going to be talking about the meat and potatoes, which is our top 10, or no, top 5 um, video games and anime. Uh, no, it's just, it just anime we're doing. Oh, just anime? Yeah. Yeah. All right, I guess we'll start with uh, Remo, because his tastes are very wrong. I, I, th I think we should go, like, in a circle, each of us do, like, number 5, then each yeah. of us do number 4. Yeah. Number 5. I'll start. Uh... Oron High School Host Club. Um, a pretty nice... Number five. Yeah. It's, a, it's... Hey. You thought... You know what? I have good taste in anime. I have generally... I don't just watch anime where it's like, Oni-chan or whatever. Okay? I watch... I said... I said... I said culture. It's good. Oron High School is good. Okay. Okay. 
a pretty good slice of uh, a slice of life anime um english dub is really solid i just it's not that long it's like 27 episodes i think but what's there is really just great a great storytelling fun characters and uh just everyone has their own moments and it, it, it has a lot of great uh stuff in it i when i watched this before i went to high school and i thought man this is like high school is gonna be lit this is what high school is gonna be like and this isn't japan yeah and this isn't this isn't real life <laughs> um yeah i i just really love this anime i highly recommend it and i more so recommend the english dub uh yeah i guess i'll uh, uh just to make sure we get jordan's in there uh since he passed the fuck out again he keeps doing this Jordan, because Jordan put his list in in the document. Uh, his number five was quintessential quintuplets. Apparently, I don't know why, because this man been bitching about this fucking anime for months. I have to, though, to be fair. Oh, so, hasn't this man watched like a hundred something anime? It's number five. I feel like that was a meme entry. Maybe he just wasn't sure. Yeah, that was his number five. I don't know. For me, this is a. Um, Again, this might just be recency bias, because this is the show that I didn't talk about earlier, but this show hit me like a fucking truck, and very few other anime have actually been able to do that, and it was um, Clan Ad, plus After Story, because they're both based, you have to watch the full, both, both of them together. Indeed. Like, I don't, like, again, like I said, no other anime has hit me like Clan Ad did. Like, I, there were multiple moments I was fucking bawling my eyes out. Like, I watched it, I watched, like, the first half, or no, I watched, like, the first uh, several episodes of my girlfriend, and she's also getting into it. Uh, I think she's been watching it on her own, because every now and again she'll text me about it. But yeah, like, there was so many moments, like, yeah, like the ending is probably, like, the only issue I really had with it. Uh, I know Atlas has explained to me that the ending makes more sense in the visual novel. Like, it just wasn't something that really translated well to the anime. But outside of the ending, because... The whole anime is just more about the journey. It's just such a fun... It's so much fun. It's so tearful. It is a wild-ass fucking roller coaster of a ride. I'm so upset that I waited all these years to finally get around to watching Clanhead. Because that shit was a fucking massive hit when it first came out. I remember that shit. Oh, it's so much... I loved it. Every every episode was just... What, what, what roller coaster are we going on now? And then you had, like, the OVAs, which gave you some of the other endings from the digital novel that I'll play someday. But, yeah, it's, it's so much fun. It also, like, I think it also just hit me. I think I watched it at the right time. It was another big thing for me. And I think I just also kind of saw a bit of my own relationship between the two of them. So, like, it was, it's just so much. I loved it. Loved it so much. Told you that shit was a banger. Then for Atlas is number five. Number five. To Love Rue. Damn. Yeah, I actually have um, To Love Rue at five. It's really, it's a stupid anime. It's stupid as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's also probably recency bias too, a little bit, because I did watch it fairly recently, um, like at least the later seasons, because I did watch it like back in the day. Um, it was like one of the first ones I watched, but I only watched like the first season. But uh, recently, I went back and rewatched the whole thing, and um, I just really like the characters. I think um, it doesn't really have a plot. It's it's literally just anime harem shenanigans. But I just really love all the characters. Like I like the main character. 
I love Lala. Um, I, I just love, like, the characters are just really good. Um, it didn't actually finish getting animated, though, which kind of sucks. Um, but I did read the manga. And um, the manga is way more lewd than the anime is. Like, the author just does not care. He will draw anything. <laughs> he does not give a fuck. He's a pretty cool dude. But it's, it's honestly just a goofy, corny show. But, like, I just, again, I just really love all the characters. Like, they're all fucking great. But, yeah, I have that at number five, so. You know, my list is subject to change at some point. It always does, but, um. Oh, yeah, so is um, mine. Fully Cooly used to be my number five, but it got knocked off from Clan Ed. Yeah. So my list is subject to change, but as of right now, Two Love Rue, number five. So I guess we'll look back around to Rema's number four. Number four? Uh, let's see. It is... Death Note. Death also, Note. Cool. Yeah. You both watched the full series, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I mean, what can I say? I This was one of the first animes I watched, I think. Um, I, I've, funny enough, I heard... <laughs> I found this out from Smosh. Uh when they kind of parodied parodied it and uh it's so good it's so freaking good uh again all of the animes on my list though are like the english dub uh, i prefer the english dub of them uh, to the sub easily and this one's no different the mysteries the dialogue the everything about the story like how how things are f- figured out and how methodical everyone is it's so creative i just love the concept and everything it's and they don't hold anything back they took the creator takes full advantage of the death note in terms of writing and i do agree with people that the second half does not the second half but like you know the when all dies. yeah okay <laughs> you said it everybody knows everybody knows that's when the show drops yeah but it's just knowledge that you said it not me but yeah that part it's not bad. It's just the 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 opponents this time. I wouldn't call them villains, but the opponents this time um, for a light uh, uh, are just like not as interesting. They're sort of like a little bit more one dimensional in a sense compared to L. And like I get what they were trying to what he was trying to do with it, and it's still very entertaining to some extent. But generally, I I I definitely agree with everyone that the first part is way more entertaining. But if you haven't watched this yet and you're looking for some kind of mystery kind of like smart detective i i, I don't know how to really explain it but if you're just looking for a good anime to watch please 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 watch death note it's so good it's a classic i kind of wish i liked death note more than i do because personally i think it drops the ball earlier than l dying because for me it drops the ball when light loses his memory because then i just stop having fun with the show because for me, the thing that, yeah, for me, like the whole just, sequence leading up to that, right? Uh, like I like you got that neat sequence when like he reveals his big evil plan. Uh, just I don't know. I didn't like all that stuff. Like the whole thing with like the rich guys and all that. I just don't, didn't care. Oh, uh, because to me, what made Death Note so much fun was L and Light's banter back and forth of them trying to figure each other out. Like that was. So much fun. That was legit. That was some of the best stuff I've ever seen. And then it's just gone. Well, to be fair, like, that's kind of the point, though. Like, they're still going at it, trying to figure each other out. It's just that Light is being really smart by trying to... He's trying to outsmart L, right? 
and he knows that if he tries to make himself less incriminating looking and to do that he has to really believe that he's not Kira and to do that he needs to get rid of his memories and he plays it and and he also has a backup plan for that as well which works in his favor so in a way it's like it makes sense what why he does it it doesn't make sense i'm just saying i didn't enjoy it i guess so yeah i guess the back and forth between them was pretty entertaining i mean that tennis match with them like yeah the tennis match is the highlight of the entire show i know that you know that i know that you know that i know that you know this is just back and forth if he wins this, if he wins this match he's cure if he doesn't win this match then he's not kira but i just haven't proved that he's kira yet <laughs> So to get Jordan's number four in here is uh, Chobits. I don't know what the fuck a Chobits is. Sounds like a random. Let's see what a Chobits is, if any of us can. Uh, since I don't think any of us here have watched it. Uh, Chobits. Let's pull this up. Oh, I think I have this on my list to watch. Um, it is an anime from 2002. Uh, it is a sci-fi comedy drama. Let's see. Computers start to look like humans. Can love remain the same? Deki Matsuwa's young country boy who is studying hard to get into college. Coming from a poor background, he can barely afford the expenses, let alone the newest fad. Persocoms? Personally, computers that look exactly like human beings. Oh, is he trying to fuck a robot? Is that the, is that the series? Okay. One evening while walking home, he finds an abandoned personal calm. After taking her home and managing to activate her, she seems to be defective, and she can only say one word, Chi, which eventually becomes her name. Unlike other personal comms, however, Chi cannot download information onto her hard drive, so Hideki decides to teach her about the world the old-fashioned way while studying for college entrance exams at the same time. So it's about a guy trying to fuck a robot girl. I could get down with that. Oh. <laughs> um, you know, Jordan probably has a whole list of reasons that he loves this thing, but he fell asleep, so he can't tell us. As for my number four, it is Melancholy of Harui Suzumiya plus Disappearance of Harui, because that's another one I feel like you got to watch both. Um, you could probably get away without watching Disappearance, but to me, Disappearance adds a lot to the main story. Banger. I don't know, that was just another one. I probably watched it at the right time again. And it's it's so much fun. It, this crazy sci-fi world of this girl believing she's a god and shit like that. You know, or no, she doesn't believe she's a god, she just is a god. But she doesn't know she's a god. And it's so much fun. The musical segment is legit probably the best part of the entire show. And like I love seeing all this. I remember before watching it, I'd constantly hear about the, the what was it, the eight episodes that are just the same thing over and over again? Endless eight, baby. Yeah, endless eight. Like, I remember constantly hearing, I was like, man, that's going to be fucking terrible to sit through. I watched that. I was still intrigued, despite it literally being the same episode eight times in a row. <laughs> like, there's only very slight differences. And by slight, I mean it's, you get maybe a different camera angle in for one scene. <laughs> It is such. It is some of the most intriguing shit I have ever seen. I don't think I've. I don't think I've ever seen another show do something like it. It is so cool. Like yeah, you could probably skip through it if you find it boring, but whatever. I I think it is so cool. Uh, the ending is great. Disappearance is an amazing uh, movie to end the series with, and I don't know. I just I I loved it so much. It is such a good ass fucking series. <laughs> 
just wild ass shit. Um, I remember there was that really cool action sequence between the, the alien girl or whatever, the alien robot girl, and uh, the, the some other person, and the literally just pops up out of nowhere. And I don't think there's another action sequence after it, but it's so fucking good. I think I think that was it, all I had to say about Haruhi. It's a good ass anime, and uh, I it's no, I'd say yeah. That was not even recency bias. I think I watched it like a year ago, and I could watch it again and still say yeah, definitely top five material. Banger. Number four. Um, yeah, so my number four is um, really weird, and you guys probably have never heard of it, but it's called Maburaho. I think I've heard yeah, the name. What? I think I've heard the name, like, somewhere. Uh, it's pretty old. Um, this was, like, actually, as far as I can remember, this was the first anime I, like, watched. Um, um, does it have a pink-haired like, girl, a blue-haired girl, and a blonde-haired girl? Pink, blue, and blonde? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, okay, yeah, I'm looking at the right one. Yeah, this was, like, um, the thing that pretty much got me into, like, anime. Like, you know, you watched it growing up on, like, Cartoon Network or whatever, but, like, I want to say, like, super early, like, middle school, this is, like, what I watched, and, like, this is what got me to watch everything, basically. Um, so it really holds a special place in my heart. Uh, there's also another anime called Yumeria, which is kind of in the same boat, but I didn't put it on here. It is on the list, but it's a little bit further down, but they kind of both serve the same purpose. It's very slice of lifey. It's basically about a kid who has like superpowers and um, it's like, a ma it's like, he's like magic. Uh, I think everybody has like some magic. It's been a while, um, but like they've kind of all got magic and this guy's got like super, super duper strong magic, um, but he can only use it like a certain amount of times before it's gone forever, basically. And there's these three girls that essentially want to fuck him so they can, um, have his kids, which will also have the super powerful magic. But, I, but they have to fuck him before he runs out of magic. It's really short. It's not that long. But again, it just holds a special place in my heart. It's definitely not, like, the best thing ever, but it means a lot to me. Again, nope. It's very old. So, <laughs> like, uh, people probably haven't heard about it. But, um, again, it's just, it means a lot. So, but it is kind of whack. But it's good. But it's whack. Now we go on to... Number three. So, Rema, let's start off. Alright. It is, surprise, surprise, Full Metal Alchemist. Um, I can't decide between Brotherhood and the original. I think they both do good thing, good at one thing. Uh, they're good at their own things, to be honest. Um, starting off with the villain, I kind of liked uh, uh, FMA's original one, uh, Dante. She was really interesting, honestly. I, I thought she was kind of I understood her motive like it was so sinister even though she appeared very late in the series and didn't get that much screen time it was still cool to see her and um I still haven't seen the movie that continues on from that for some reason uh, yeah I was just actually about to ask you about if you've seen Conqueror Shambhala no I haven't seen it yet I, I also know there's a Brotherhood movie but I haven't seen that one either uh, and that's more of a spin-off than a, anything else I I think and Brotherhood, uh, the villain there is also pretty d good. Uh, he he's uh, interesting uh, father. He's pretty good, but uh, I, I like both villains. And I think each anime does the, the. I don't think each anime does the moments, the same moments, better than one of the one on the, than the other. Like Tucker in the original, I think was more uh, creepy when it was revealed what he was doing. And in Brotherhood, it was just he was just more crazy. It showed how crazy he was. But they both tried to send the same message, and they were both tragic in their own way. 
I mean, both of them have great animation, great voice acting for both dubs, uh, great writing. Uh, I do like FMA's uh, writing uh, tone where it's like a little bit more serious and darker. And I do like some of the filler episodes as well, like the Siren episode. Uh, that was pretty entertaining. And the Yoki, I think that's his name, Yoki episode was kind of funny. And I do like Brotherhood's humor, but it's sporadic and it's sparse. Like, I don't like it. The way it's like how it's has to have humor at every corner which it doesn't but i do like the originals like pacing and such and whatnot but i do agree i just can't decide which one i like the more i keep going back to each one of them for different reasons oh they're both good like like we had that whole discussion earlier so i don't really have to give but again they're both good yeah get jordan's number three out of the way because he won't wake up uh, it is, I think Atlas has seen this, Kaguya-sama Love is War. I have not seen it, but I know what it oh, is. Oh, I thought you had. No, I know what it is, but I've seen it. Yeah, so I don't know what's good or bad about Kaguya-sama. Kaguya-sama is uh, a great anime. Oh, God, Jordan's away! Yo! actually came yes, back from I'm, the dead. Oh, my God. This is still okay. the Atlas podcast. Okay, let's, let's go back over Jordan's other ones now that he's awake. Tell oh, us why yeah. you liked... Uh, Fucking quintessential quotets and show bits and Kaki-sama. Oh, you mean the shit essential shit tuplets? Yeah, so, um, about... Why'd you put it at number five if you're gonna call it back? I'm gonna go to the bathroom now that Jordan's back. Hold up. Okay, Okay, let me explain, let me explain. Okay, so the quintessential quintuplets is a very good anime. The ending is ass. The ending will always be ass, honestly. But overall, it is a good anime. So that's why it is at number five. That's why Quintuplets is at number five. So number four, I have Chobits. Now Chobits, the thing about Chobits, Chobits is really good. I love the theme song of Chobits. I listen to it like almost all the time. I really love Chobits. It's basically about this guy who gets like this uh, thing called like a Persicom, which is like these living, talking, like they're like living computers. Pretty much like, uh, I guess it's like androids essentially. But they use them as, like, computers and stuff. Weird concept. But it, overall, Chobits is pretty good. Uh, I started picking up the manga because they started releasing these, like, 20th anniversary hardcovers or whatever. So I've just been plucking the manga of that. But, um, yeah, overall, Chobits is a pretty good anime. Number three, I have Kaguya-sama Love is War, which is by far an anime that is super funny as fuck. Watching Kaguya-sama, reading the manga, it just makes me laugh almost all the time. And honestly, I haven't laughed at anime since, really, since, like, the Konosuba movie and just Konosuba, period. But Kage-sama is really good. Uh, it's basically about these two people, and they, like, they, like, both like each other, but they don't want to admit that they do. So they, it's, like, a bunch of, like, mental games they play with each other to, like, see who goes, who's going to confess first. But uh, it's a pretty funny anime. It's, like, two seasons in. They're both dubbed and subbed on Funimation. But no, uh, Kage-sama Love is War is... A really good anime. It's I like I said, it's up here in my top five for us, but it's really good. People should watch it. That's all I can say. Like, you should really watch Kaguya so much. Okay. Yeah. All right. My number three was uh, now. There's probably some more that I could think. I should think about this, but uh, I might rewatch it to see if I still feel it deserves to be this high. But uh, for me, number three is a uh, Death Parade. Now. Initially, I'm thinking it's this high because its opening is just this that much of a fucking banger that it deserves to be that high just off the opening alone. But honestly, I think it's more so that I find 
death to be just such an interesting concept. The death parade does a super cool concept with like its afterlife. Like you, for anyone that hasn't actually seen it, probably just knows it off the opening. The basic concept of death parade is you have this butler guy and this girl who run a bar in the afterlife and two souls will show up at a time to their bar after they have you know a drink or whatever they're subjected to play a game this game is randomly selected it usually kind of will have something to do with like the souls lives but it's still presented as if it's randomly selected and as the two souls play the game you learn more about you know what they were like while they were alive and how they were like when they were alive ultimately decide if they either get to be reborn or if they're going to spend eternity in darkness, like have their soul basically destroyed. Now, he doesn't tell them that, obviously. He presents it as if you're going to go to heaven or hell or something like that. But heaven and hell don't exist in this world. You also have this whole other story of, like, you know, the butler guy trying to, like, slowly start realizing that, like, there's probably more to his existence than what he lets on. Or starting to discover more about his existence than he has, because not mostly because of the girl, and that that whole story is also really good. The ending's fucking great. Oh, it's it's such a really fun anime. There's so, I can think of several highlights, just off the top of my head. The arcade or the arcade episode's good. One of the later episodes of an old lady playing old maid with all three characters is probably my favorite episode of the series because it's just so nice and calm after such violent episodes before it the one with the girl that like realized she died by slipping out of the fucking bathtub on her way to go to see a concert and then she sticks around for like the rest of the series because she doesn't want to die or something like that i don't know it's, a, it's, a, it's such a fun anime with a great concept and i i absolutely adore it um, if, if you're uncomfortable with the concept of death, it, it definitely delves into some darker subjects, subject matter with it. But it is still an overwhelmingly fun anime that I really wish more people would give some attention to more so than just the opening. But yeah, I think that's all I had to say for that one. So if Atlas wants to go with his three. Number three. Uh, this is probably also another one people haven't heard about. Much for the same reason as Mabarho, this one is called Onagai Teacher. It's about an alien that comes to Earth, and she meets this boy, and he's like in high school, and um, I don't remember exactly what the set of circumstances is, but they basically have to get married. But like, they can't let people know they're getting married, because she's his teacher, technically, or she's like taking a job as his teacher. Yeah, it's about this alien that comes down. She's like acting as a teacher, um, but she's with this dude. And it's kind of for the same reason as Maburaho. It's one I watched super early on, and it just means a lot to me. Um, the opening was such a banger, as a matter of fact, that it's the whole reason that I'm pretty much adding uh, music to my uh, iTunes album to this day. It was like one of the first songs that ever got added to it. And even now, I still listen to it because it's a fucking banger. Yeah, I mean, it, again, like... This one and the one before, they're not the best things ever, but they just really mean a lot to me. So that's kind of why they're as high as they are. More for like personal reasons. Uh, but they're also, they're still very good animes, right? So high recommendations for me if you just like, like slice of life, kind of chill animes. 
opening still a banger. All right, so now we're on to two. So Rama starts off with, what is your uh, runner-up for favorite anime? Dragon Ball Rama. Z. I fucking knew it. If it wasn't one, I was going to be August two. Come on. How, what, what? It's fucking Dragon Do I even need to explain myself? It's Dragon Ball. Niggas. I can't even choose which version because they each do their own thing. Like, I do like some parts of Kai more than the original. And uh, come on, guys. I don't even need to explain myself. Just go on. Just you guys keep going on. It's Dragon Ball Z. You know what Look, I mean. go watch the OG Dragon Ball and then tell me Z is better. I did. And it's, I still think it's better. Mm. I'm sorry. I, just, I guess everyone has their own taste for that. Mm. I'm sorry. Z is like... It is what is defined anime in my opinion. It is like... oh, The animation is spectacular. It is. It made so many revolutionary improvements to hand-drawn animation for anime, I believe. Uh, the animators, I know them. Yuya Takahashi, Naoti, Ta- Naoto Taki... Uh, all these great animators, oh. and I still think I, Dragon Ball Super and GT are pretty good. Jordan, you're so late, right? He died again. I swear to fucking God, this man fell asleep again. That's <laughs> what. That's what I do, Yugi. Yugi boy. I swear to fucking God. All right, back to the Atlas podcast. Um, number two. Okay. Well, Jordan fell asleep again. Um, just to get his out number two out of the way, and unless he comes back, his number two is also Harui. Probably for a lot of the same reasons as me, but we'll never know. Maybe he'll come back soon. We'll, we'll find out, hopefully, before the end of the podcast. But my number two is a pretty classic one that I don't know if, he, if uh, it probably makes me a bit of a basic bitch to have it this high just because of how well-known and well-loved it is. Space Cowboy himself, Bebop. It's literally like, I, I have yet to see an anime from that era that's better than Cowboy Bebop. Like, for, at least in my opinion, it is such a, it is a classic in every definition of the term, and I don't think you, you even have to, like, apply any kind of, like, limitations to it, I guess you could say, of, like, oh, you have to keep in mind of the time period it comes from or that certain things weren't possible back then. No, Bebop stands on its own. It could be re-released today and it'd still be a fucking banger. Shit is chrono trigger levels of almost perfect. Yeah, I agree. It's fucking insane. It's actually, I have my, yeah, I just love it. It's so, come on. you if Like... I, I actually struggle to think of anything, any problem Bebop has. Like, the only reason it's not higher is just because I like the number one anime just that much more. But Bebop is literally perfect from start to finish. I, I guess you could sit there and say, oh, some of the some of the storylines aren't as interesting as others. Or maybe you get annoyed by the fucking kid that I'm forgetting the name of. Ed. Ed, yeah, maybe you get annoyed by Ed. You know that that's fine. If you if you find Ed annoying, that that's chill or something. But personally, I think Ed is great, which is rare because I normally find kids fucking annoying. But I I cannot like like every single episode is a standout, for all the way from the final episode 
with its iconic ending, the iconic opening song, you know, the ending song, which I feel is super underrated because no one talks about it when it comes to great anime songs. You get some amazing episodes like the the one with, like, the alien that comes from their, like, fucking dead food or their rotten food. Yeah, and then Ed eats You get, like, the, the chess guy that was, like, dying in some hotel room out in the middle of space. You know, you think, oh, it is... Oh, God. I could watch Bebop 20 more times and still feel like it deserves this spot. Like, I will never not think... Unless I manage to somehow come across an anime that is good enough to, t- to knock Bebop down to number three. But I don't know if that's going to be possible. Oh, so see if it can go. Your number runner-up. 69. I mean, number two. Uh, so my runner-up is uh, kind of another basic bitch pick. Everybody knows the fucking God itself, Steins Gate. Oh, damn. At number that's two. That's the runner-up. That's the runner-up. Oh, that's fuck. That's the runner-up. Um, hey, my list is just very personal, though, because, like, I have a lot of the, well, pretty much what you've said on this list, it's just not that high, because I don't have as much of a personal stake in it, like, yeah. um, personally, like, because, again, a lot of my favorites I watched super early on, and they mean a lot to me, and, like, have really shaped a lot of my decision-making for stuff, too, and, like, influenced ideas I have, and a bunch of stuff, so, um, but Steins Gate... I mean, I'm a sucker for time travel. I fucking love time travel. It's like my favorite form you can use in media, basically, like to tell a story is time travel. Um, I just love everything behind it. Like any anytime somebody tries to bring a new twist to it or a spin to it, I just love to see what people can do with time travel. Um, and Stein's Game, in my opinion, has the best showcase of time travel I've ever seen in like any media ever. Um, Why is it so good? The it's time just... Because uh, it's, like, science but it's, like, probably doesn't make sense, but they explain it in a way that kind of makes sense. Um, it's also just my favorite use of it. Like, I feel like if it was real, this is probably how it would function. Um, or something similar, where, like, time is, like, just on a bunch of different... I mean, it's kind of like a variation of how we kind of think of it, like, where timelines are... There's a bunch of different timelines, right? And they're all different, or they're all variations or whatever. But um, I just love the plot of the anime of them... Like, is starting out with this innocent desire to understand what they're dealing with. You know, they figure out that they can send messages back in time on a phone, right? And, like, that's all they can do with the limitations. They're like, okay, well, let's let's see what we can do with this. And they, like, um, I think it starts with, like, a lottery ticket they rig, and, like, he sends uh, the numbers back, but he doesn't actually win or something. Um, but they just slowly start tipping their toes into time travel, and over this week they deviate super far uh, from just making these really tiny changes. It's like it deviates into something fucking crazy where, like, the FBI is involved, people are getting killed, and, like, you know, now we have problems. We have to get back to the original timeline. So then the rest of the anime is them trying to fix or undo every mistake. And in undoing those mistakes, they, they have all these, like, epiphanies and revelations, and they figure out more, you know? And it's, it's just such a wild fucking journey. And then it ends... Um, in such a such a crazy way too, with like the main female lead and like it's it's just so fucking insane. Played both visual novels on my Vita uh, through and through for the platinum trophies, and I think the visual novels are I think the visual novels are even better than the anime. Like obviously the anime you get the scenes and stuff, but the visual novels you actually get to really delve into a lot of the alternate scenarios. Like 
whenever you're trying to undo a situation, you don't have to undo it. You can just live out that timeline and get a new ending. And you get to see like how wild some of the timelines get that you don't get to see in the anime. Um, like all the alternate endings are fucking insane. Like it, it's it's really like truly crazy shit happening um, in some of those endings. Like it gets fucking wild. Um, and then Steins Gate Zero, which is like technically canon, uh, it's like such a small scenario to fix one issue based. But it's just like the anime is just so fucking good. Um, if you love time travel, it's also really chill too. Like it's not super crazy. Like it has crazy moments for sure. But I'd say a majority of the anime is like pretty chill. Um, but I, it, man, it's just so fucking good to me, dude. I, you know, I love time travel, and I think it does the idea magnificently. It's just, it'll always stand the test of time for me. Visual novel or anime, Steins Gate is fucking, shit, shit got me fucking hard as fuck. Now we're on to the grand finale for each of us. Remo, why don't you tell us who is taking home the gold medal, for in me? your personal opinion? For me, it is drum roll, please. Cabo yeah. Bebop. Uh, I mean, you basically explained why I love this anime too, but I guess one thing I can add is it's just so different from every other anime. Uh, the, just from the opening and ending, the style, uh, not just animation. I mean, animation is quite a bit different, but like it doesn't just limit itself to being a Japanese anime. It feels very much Western. And that's what a lot of people say about the anime is that it has this sort of Western feel to it, which makes it kind of like a, a gateway anime for a lot of people. I love, you know, it's overarching story as well. It's own story for each episode. And uh, it's just an anime where you can see how, why each person's favorite episode could be any one of those episodes. It's just has a perfect English dub. Uh, I will watch the English dub yes. sub any day, but that's not to say the sub is bad. Fun fact, Beer, the, the guy who voiced uh, Spike in the sub also voiced Beerus in Dragon Ball Super. Uh, and it's just, I wish more animes would kind of like deviate from what is the norm, from shonen, from magic, from fantasy, from whatever, to... Try something like, uh, not like uh, Cowboy Bebop, but to dip their toes in something that isn't traditional, to create something that's as memorable as Bebop. Uh, I think that's something anime should really, uh, should really just go ahead. Because you don't see films, like live action films, limiting themselves to just one culture, like America or whatever. But I mean, I really would, I just love Cowboy Bebop from the bottom of my heart. I love this anime. It's perfect. Yeah. No one here to blame you. Bebop is a fucking fire ass anime. If you're Banger. somehow gone this long without ever seeing it, like you are actually doing a massive disservice to yourself. Mm-hmm. I, I I think Atlas even because I remember like Atlas telling me he had never seen it, and I wasn't even trying to downplay like the greatness of it because I I I am someone who absolutely despises. The feeling of oh man, maybe I built it up too much, and that's why they might not have like enjoyed yeah, it as much. Yeah, but if yeah. they made, like, lower expectations, mm. so I tried to downplay it a lot, and he came out of it loving it just as much, probably as much as Rama and I did. Yeah, no, it's a fucking masterpiece. Absolutely a masterpiece. Easily one of the greatest animes of all time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So to get Jordan's grand prize winner, because he fell asleep again, this man is a sleepaholic. He may need some caffeine, need some coffee. Um, his number one is one that uh, him, Atlas, and I have seen. We, I, we will not know his full reasons for having it as number one best thing he has ever seen in his life. It is Konosuba. Man, man of culture. Konosuba is a good anime, though. Really good writing. I still need, I need to watch season two. Yeah, really good writing, really good characters. I know a lot of people like it. There's one customer in my work that I'll see come in every now and again that has, like, a, uh, a aqua shirt. It's just, like, her holding a wine bottle and being sad. And I was like, man, that's a neat shirt. kind of wish I had it. Yeah, I don't know. Konosuba's a good anime. I, like I said, I need to watch season two and the movie. I'll get around to it at some point. As for me, my number one, well, Atlas has already said it, but it is, uh, it's Steins Gate. Yeah, Steins Gate is a fucking amazing anime. I remember, like, going into it, kind of being a bit afraid because of all the things it deals with. Like, in my mind, I was picturing something a lot more along the lines of, like, Serial Experiments Lane and stuff like that, where it takes itself, like, super seriously and, you know, delves with, like, really obscure topics and stuff like that. Like, it's super science chit-chatty with, like, it's how its time travel works. But, no. Like, yes, it is. It has serious moments, but it is very silly for a lot of moments. It, it those when to be serious and when to, like, start applying a lot of emotional pressure to the story. I don't know, like, like, uh, like, basically everything Atlas said is another reason why I love it. It's just, like, it's good. I haven't played the visual novel myself. Well, I mean, I played a little bit of it on my Vita. Um, I also have it on Switch, but I haven't played it on Switch. I played a little bit of it on Vita, and it's, it's, it's fun. But yeah, it's, again, another one that's just really good, because I also love time travel shenanigans. Like, give me a time travel story, and if you don't, massively fuck it up, I'll probably end up liking it. Like, and it doesn't, like, it, there's not many, I don't think there is any inconsistencies with its time travel from, my, from what I remember of it. It's it's pretty tight on how, how it sets up its rules and it makes sure to follow those rules even as they start, like, gradually opening up how those rules can work and start gradually going into a more massive like, storyline you know, evolving from just a couple fucking weirdos in their apartment messing around with the timeline, not knowing what the hell they're doing, all the way to, like that was said, FBI busting in and fucking killing somebody. Crazy. All they wanted was a lottery ticket, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it's like, and then you get to like the part where they're like re undoing everything, and it's like, it's, it's just massive. It's wild. Uh, Steinscape's amazing. I don't know if I'll ever seen anime better than Steins Gate in my lifetime, but maybe I will, maybe I won't. Just comes down to what I see, you know, maybe what mood I'm in when seeing it. I don't know. Uh, yeah. So to end it all off, Atlas, tell us in your uh, PhD in hentai ways what is the grand champion gold medal winner Olympic gymnast of uh, animes. Number one. <laughs> 
High school team. Oh, he's back. Wait, 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 Number one, Jordan. Be be real. Like no, Jordan, yeah, be Jordan tell us about Haruhi and Konosuba. All right, all right, all right. So Haruhi, um, think about Haruhi. Haruhi used to be number one uh, before Konosuba. Uh, so Haruhi was like an anime that I watched. It was actually the what I want to say, like I guess it's the second anime I've seen because originally, well, I mean, I was the second anime I've seen, but like one I've seen almost fully. Because uh, the first anime was actually Naruto, and I remember watching that weekly on Toonami. Naruto wasn't finished when I was watching it. Like, it didn't finish until a little bit later when I started watching it. I watched for, like, the early stages of it or whatever. But either way, Naruto was, like, the first anime I've seen. I watched that for a bit. Then uh, I think it went off Toonami, or Shippuden started, but it was only online, and I wasn't really watching Shippuden online. And I kind of just watched, stopped watching anime for a while. And then Haruhi, I think I found that like in a YouTube suggestion, and it was just like a random episode. So I clicked on it and was watching like the random episode for a bit, and I was like, you know what, let me go back to episode one. So started watching episode one, and I just couldn't stop. I was watching every single episode every morning before I went to school on the computer. I was just straight watching Haruhi all the time. Even those uh, eight episodes, Endless Eight, hated them, but I watched all of them. Uh, I was really confused at first because I think when I started watching, I was in the, I was in the fourth grade when I was watching it, and I remember just being really confused and like, is this the same episode? Is like something going on here? And they come to find out, no, it's actually straight eight episodes of this. So you know, it was nice seeing that. But uh, it's a pretty good anime. I just really liked it. Uh, Konosuba is a really funny anime. Like I was saying earlier, like it's right next to Kaguya-sama, but I like Konosuba a little bit more. Because Tonosuba's characters are just really funny, and it's always a good time, especially the movie. Because like I've never uh, the movie they had, I've never laughed harder in a movie in my life. Holy uh, shit! To be honest, the Tonosuba <laughs> movie was so good. That everyone, everyone, everyone in the theaters was rolling. I've never seen a theater that like live before. Like oh man, the Tonosuba movie was so good. The Tonosuba anime is really good. I'm so glad it's coming back. It's it, uh, it's a great time. Probably a great time. Alright, now Atlas can tell us his grand champion Olympic gymnast winner. Number one. High school D no, it's not high school DXD. Um, it's actually No, it's high school of the dead. Important house. Number one. So what was that other one? Testament? Testament Assistant New Double. <laughs> Testament Assistant New Double. I love ass and titties. <laughs> Got it on lock. But this one also Ooh. does have ass and titties. My favorite anime is Saki. Yeah, anyone who watches Atlas's streams would know that for a yeah. fact. My favorite anime is Saki. Um, it, it, it's the reason I play Mahjong. Um, it's what got me into it back in the day. It's also really important to me because uh, it was really important when I was an athlete because I kind of empathized a little bit with the main character because um, she's also kind of trying to live up to her sister. And back when I did gymnastics, I was compared to my sister a lot. And we were in the same gym together at like all times. So it was just, it was really important for me. Um, gymnastics was a big part of my life. And so was uh, Saki. But um, the story itself is really good. Even if you don't understand 
how to play Mahjong. It's really fun to watch. It's, it's literally Yu-Gi-Oh! Mahjong. Like, they all have superpowers. Um, you can watch it and not know how to play, and it's still fucking hype for some reason. Um, <laughs> like, it's just, like, whenever Saki's just doing her thing, it's fucking insane. But it, it's honestly a really good anime. Um, the manga is actually still going, and notoriously, it only gets updated every, like, two months. We've been in, like, the final Mahjong match for, like, three years now. It's kind of impressive. It, it, it truly is just my favorite anime. Again, it's, it, like, these, these ones specifically, these, these niche picks aren't the greatest, but they just mean a lot to me. Um, so I have them up there. But, yeah, Saki is my favorite anime of all time. If you ask me what the best anime of all time is, though, it's Evangelion, but we're not getting into that right now. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh, shit. I mean, what's there to get into? Isn't Evangelion seen as a generally... Oh, shit. Anime? Yeah. If I didn't put Saki, I would have put Evangelion up here, so... Yeah. Yeah. Like, if you were to say, like, some really trash anime and say, we ain't getting into that right now, I'd be like, oh, no, we get into it. But Evangelion's considered really good. Yeah. I do think it's interesting that uh, you and Jordan seem to have, like, really personal lists, whereas, like, uh, Revo seem to be a lot more about, like, the specific animation and, like, a lot of the behind the scenes stuff, like, regarding a lot of, a lot of it. Yeah. If you ask me, like, what my opinion on like actually the best anime of all time is like it'd probably be different from my list of just my favorites because like what i think is the best and what i think is my favorite is definitely very different so it's kind of hard to yeah. to blend the two i, mean, I, I wouldn't be uh, yeah i wouldn't be watching anime if it wasn't from a burrow so like that shit is just always on there yeah uh, like i i could definitely that because like if i if i were to do Something like that. I'd probably have like Detective Conan or something really high because that was mm -hmm. one of the animes that that is the anime actually that got me into loving like anime itself and the like mystery genre of different things. It got me spurred off into watching like other like other mystery murder shows like you know uh, your Forensic Files and stuff like that. You know, I just ended up being obsessed with the mystery genre as a whole because of it. It was I, I love Detective Conan and the movies and stuff. Oh, just not enough to put it in like a uh, top five, but it is one that I hold very personal, near and dear to my heart. Even if it is now longer than fucking One Piece. Terrible. Yeah, no, I ain't ever watching all of Detective Conan. I'm honestly surprised it's still going. Yeah, that is everyone's uh, top five. Maybe you look at maybe listener, the one listener we probably have can learn something about us from it and tell us that we're all a bunch of fucking normies or something. Yeah. Normie weaves. Well, you, you see how it goes down. You know, judge, judge us, tell us we're terrible people because we don't like, we, we don't have the amazing anime of like Panty and Stocking at number one or something. I don't fucking know. Panty and Stocking is good. It needs a season two, but it's never going to happen. All right, Corey Taihan was not put on anybody's list, even though I think actually Corey Taihan is one of the most influential animes of all time. Did you call it Corey Tyhen? Corey Tyhen, yes. It's one of the most influential or how um the cat was called Corey in the House. Either way, Corey in the House is one of the most influential enemies of all time. Uh, it's right up there with Barney on Disney Street. It's like one of the most iconic enemies of all time. And unfortunately, nobody decided to put it on their list. Also, it's you didn't even put it on there. I know, Look, I didn't either. It's because it's Corey is just so good. We have to give other things a chance, bro. Can you blame us? 
Yeah, it's also an injustice that's not on Disney Plus or Crunchyroll, not even Funimation. It's pretty wild. There's not any of the streaming services, but right now, Corey um, is right now doing a spinoff Corey in the Big House. So, uh, yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's kind of it's kind of disappointing. Is this uh, new spinoff um, taking place in prison? Yes, yeah. that's why it's called the Big House. Yeah, and I don't know. If, I don't know if it's up on these. We got the Drake and Josh anime. Yeah, they may, they're making a Drake solo. That's also taking yeah, place. Drake, yeah, Drake, so, got a Drake and Josh crossover episode. Yeah. Big Mitch and Drake. Drake and Big Mitch. <laughs> uh, Drake, Drake and Soap. Like, it's just crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a good time for anime. And there's so many new animes coming out, which is like crazy. Uh, we don't really talk about anime as much. Like This is actually the first podcast. Like, I think that's, like, ever just focused strictly on anime. Usually we just go over, like, gaming news and stuff, which is, you know, fine. But originally, the original purpose of the podcast was a gaming anime podcast. We can so get more into anime news if people want to, want us to or something. Yeah. And Brian Coffin, so it's always nice. Can we close out? Or is anyone else like to say? I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Roma? Yeah. Do you have any last words, Roma? Uh, so Before you die. Watch out for my video, which is coming very soon. Oh, are we doing sign-offs? I don't know. Fun is infinite. All right, let's do it. All right, so. Well, English. Okay, tell me where you find you guys. Ryan, you want to start off? I will start and be like, you can find me on um, twitch.tv slash ryanmoto70. Now that I'm back at streaming, I've been very consistent on doing it on my days off. The only time I wasn't was the week I took off for vacation, but that, that that's pretty obvious. I can't stream while on vacation. We were in the middle of fucking nowhere with, like, no internet access. Otherwise, I've been very consistent with it. Like, this week, hopefully if I can get the editing done fast enough, um, I should be streaming on, like, Thursday and Friday. I'll play more Far Cry Blood Dragon. Uh, my streams have mostly been me just playing really short games in my Steam backlog. I have about 150 games in like this this like short section, so I'd like to get this knocked out as much as I can. You know, we got stuff in here that could. Ra- I, I like to pick a random game out of these, so you never know what'll pop up. We could have shit like Donut County pop up, or Jazz Punk, or like uh, Pajama Sam Three. You know, never never know. Something could happen. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter, where I'll announce when I go live, and I'll probably say some other dumb shit that'll cause you to block me or mute me because you hate me. But that's uh, underscore Ryan Miller seventy on there. You can also find me on Letterbox, where I've been still doing the movie reviews thing. Um, I'm at like a little over thirty movies right now, and uh, it's fun. Ryan Miller on there, uh, or on you know. Yeah, it's just Ryan Miller, the Spyro profile picture. I think I'm going to be marathoning the X-Men movies soon, so I'll probably publish a bunch of reviews of those. And I'm also probably going to see Nine Days soon, so that one also. It's probably when Atlas is doing his little cool coding thing, wherever the fuck he does his coding. You can find me at Twitch TV uh, slash Atlas Crown. I am working on my game. I play fighting games like Blaze Blue, Cross Tag Battle, and Guilty Gear Strive. You know, they just added a new character, by the way. She's very attractive. 
um, but she's probably only going to use two buttons. That's another issue, though. Um, you can also find me on Twitter at underscore Atlas Crowd, and I will soon... Uh, I'm going to try to upload to a YouTube channel, uh, YouTube slash Gumcat Games, um, where I'm going to try to post updates about my game um, on YouTube in video format. So, you know, I use my streams as an update, but I would like if I had a dedicated video update to the things I'm working on or the things I do, like progress reports, um, that'd be easy because I'm trying to get my game a little bit out there. You know, I don't want to just finish this and then drop it and then get upset when no one's playing it because nobody knew it was coming out. So, you know, you got to advertise a little early. So, uh, you know, show some of your work um, along the way. And uh, hopefully I can start building the Guncat Games uh, brand. But, you know, you can check that out. Uh, yeah, follow the, follow the Yandere Dev uh, guideline. Just don't publish a video of your favorite games that inspired you so people know exactly where you're ripping shit off from. I'm inspired by Persona 5. Blue Reflection and Chrono Trigger. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, more just Blue Reflection, but um. Anyway, yeah, you can find me there. So. And uh, you can find me on my channel Rema, uh, on at YouTube, and uh, I'll be uploading a new video very soon. So wait for that. All right, you guys can find me on YouTube with Z4. Oh, you can find me on Instagram. And Twitter, at JordanBoston Z4. I don't really post much on Twitter, but I post more on Instagram. You guys can also find me on Reddit in the Depression. And um, you can also find you out of your bed. In the, friend, in the friend zone pages. No, I'm just playing. Um, other than that, yeah, that's pretty much it. So, yeah. YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. That's where you can find me. All the links will be in the description. It's I'll also find you on your, uh, on your Sumino account. God, if this video makes it to YouTube. Because the last, last three did not make it to YouTube. Due to a lot of issues. They're all on Spotify and all the places, but they didn't make it to YouTube. Hopefully this one can. Is that like actually something we're saying, or is it just YouTube hates us? Oh, uh, no, no, no. What's happening is like I'm trying to process to do the thing I use, and sometimes it always doesn't like process the video entirely. So I don't know why this happens, but I was able to get all the way up to eight. And then afterwards, like I wasn't able to get to nine, ten, and eleven are only on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere we stream at. But they're not on YouTube because I don't truly want to make this like a start like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, like listening only. But if I keep running these like problems trying to like process the videos, either I need to start paying for a new service, a new software, or just stick to just having them only on the uh, streaming platforms. As long as it's some, as long as Z4 podcast is somewhere, it's fine. It'll be fine for the two listeners that listen. Thank you guys. Yo, y'all rock. Especially Jordan's friend that said he listens, but I don't know if he still does. Either. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. Look, we need we need those business cards, like oh, uh, my girlfriend's brother has for oh, his podcast, mean. and his podcast oh. is about probably the same size as ours. Oh, I'm definitely making Z4 podcast shirts. And business cards, and we're gonna wear them at X next year. That that shit was so fucking funny when he just like he was like my girlfriend and I were just hanging out watching YouTube videos, and he walked up to me and he's like, "Yo, dude, do you listen to podcasts?" And I was like, uh, "Sure." He was like, "Yo, check out my business card." He just gave it to me. <laughs> I think I still have it. I'm gonna next year. I'm gonna mail you before con, 
And maybe a month or two before con, I'm going to mail you a shirt into the business card. And I'm like, all right, we're going to wear this at AX next year if we hopefully get to go to AX and it doesn't get canceled by COVID-19 Part 3 or something like that. Wait, can I even say that? Will you two take that from me? I don't know. Um, yeah. So as long as COVID Part 3 doesn't cancel AX and we all go to AX, I'm going to just give you guys a little shirt, some business cards. And I'm like, all right, spread the word. Who wants to know what? Her brother's podcast was. It's called the Low Blow Podcast. I don't know what the fuck they talk about. I still haven't listened to an episode. But the things it looks like they just talk about like sports and shit. Her brother. Her brother is uh, Papa Smee on the show. Apparently, I guess he does it with like one of his friends. Yeah, it looks like they just talk about sports stuff. Just look at the episodes. We'll see you guys later. Mm-hmm. I wanted to make a random noise because I didn't get to last time. All right. Uh, sign us out, Z4. Z4? Sign out the same way he's been the entire episode. My falling asleep. Yeah, look, look, listen, 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 listen. Like hey guys, it's the Atlas Podcast. We are signing off. We will see you guys next time. Bye.